The following is a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of higher insurance, not WBEV or Goodcomer Brands. Happy, happy Friday. Hudson here in the studio with Matt Hire from your higher insurance team. Fridays, 1110, it is go time to help you get your stuff in order. And, you know, stuff is pretty general. I'm talking big life stuff, planning for retirement, making sure that you understand your insurance options when it comes to Medicare. It's okay to be freaked out, to be confused because it's big stuff. You are not expected to be an expert when it comes to these things, which is why you turn to your higher insurance team because they are the experts. And at any time, you are welcome to join the conversation with any questions that you may have. If you need some advice, you're just wondering how the heck to start this process, give us a call on the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells Lucky Numbers Hotline at 885-4446. It is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the airwaves Matt Heyer. Hi, Matt. Hello. How are we doing today? Fantastic. How are you? Ah, uh, good. Just, you know, kind of recouping from last week. And you had a big road trip. I did. How, I did. how did Indianapolis treat you? Um, I found out that people in Chicago and Indy Drive pretty fast. Well, you are in Indianapolis after all. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I never put two or two together. You know, point out the obvious. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's a lot more traffic in those metro areas than we have here in our beautiful uh, part of Wisconsin in Dodge County. I used to live not too far outside of Indianapolis in Lafayette, Indiana, and had only been to Indy one time uh, to some, some music club, something that had a boat in the in the name of the club and had seen Warren Zevon there forever ago. And I know you have a look on your face like, who is Warren Zevon, Amy? Like, what are you talking you, about? You noticed that, huh? <laughs> but you were hard at work during your time in Indy. So no music clubs, no $12 beers, nose to the grindstone. You had stuff to learn. Yes, it was um, it was interesting and we learned a lot. Uh, it was it was big on life insurance. Okay. You know, and how it's it's kind of like estate planning for seniors. You know, we're like, oh yeah, we'll take care of that. We'll talk about it, and it never happens. You See, know? and that's you're continuing to put it off and not not willing to put those action items into being an action item. Absolutely, and that's where a lot of agents were talking about how they felt awful, how they didn't bring it up in an appointment. You know, because they, all they want to hear is no. If they hear no, they're like, okay. You know, and then if that scenario happens, you know, you don't feel that guilt. But yes, there was some pretty, there was some tear shed. and Oh my goodness. Because yeah, absolutely. If, you know, they didn't have that, you know, they always, they always mention like going to the check or going to the funeral with a check, mm-hmm. you know, where they, they felt like they accomplished their job. It's still not an easy process and everyone grieves differently, but knowing that they're taken care of. Right. Is a big deal. And, you know, and every, everyone thinks about it. It's like, oh, life insurance. Yeah, I just want enough to make sure, you know, they bury me. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's yes, that is great. But younger people, you know, you buy a house, you instantly have $100,000, $200,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if you pass away instantly and we lose income? You know, where, where does that go? You know, and then they broke down different types, you know, of insurance because you hear on tv you know all these different commercials i got mine for ten dollars a month and this and well that might be a term policy where it's going to run out in five years ten years twenty years depending on that so life insurance is something that we can't just talk about because at the same time if we do just talk about it the older we get the more expensive it gets 
Really? Okay. Yep. So let's talk about that and okay. some of the things that, that really resonated with you that are important coming out of what you learned in, while you were in Indy. Yeah, I guess it was just, it was a shocker how, you know, I, I, me personally, I don't bring it up a lot because I assume a lot of people that I talk with, you know, they've had that person come to their door and, Mm -hmm. you know, and gave them whatever they need or they, a lot of people are like, yep, we're good. We got life insurance, you know, and that's, that's great. But I should have, I should always just go through the due diligence, be like, Hey, just bring your statements and let's just take a look at it just in case, Mm -hmm. because what you think you have and what you actually have are two different things sometimes because it's one of those things where you pay it and it might be automatic bank withdrawal and you have no idea what it is you don't think about it and not just with life insurance but often we talk about this often how important it is to look at all of those existing policies that that you might have because uh, things may have changed you know in one's life due to a big life event or maybe it is something within the policy itself and those are those are things that you do not want to get caught off guard by right and i just contracted with a larger life insurance company um they're like one of the top three in the nation and they were just talking about you know the percentages like uh less than five percent of their claims their life insurance uh payments payouts are for term insurance Okay. So term insurance is exactly how it sounds. There is a term. So statistically, we don't pay it out a lot. It's more for that, you know, that sudden thing that happened. And it's like, oh, that's terrible. And that's why it's cheaper because they don't pay it out often. The insurance companies aren't taking risk. You know, they are taking risk, but it's not as much. Statistically, they're like, hey, this person's young. You know, unless something crazy happens, they're going to make the term. The problem with term insurance, though, is after that five-year, 10-year, 20-year, you'll get a notice, and it says you were paying, you know, $500 for the year, and now it's going to go to $3,000 for the year. Whoa. Yes. So that's where there is negotiations where you can lower the death benefit to try to make it more, you know, affordable, but the same thing's going to happen. We're going to run out of that term, mm-hmm. you know, and basically the insurance company is in control. And that's where you didn't know that when you signed on the dotted line. So knowing what you're purchasing is huge. But they did say uh, there is another policy called permanent or hold life insurance. Okay. So those gain cash value in a separate account uh, along with your death benefit. Okay. So it can be added to your death benefit. You can also take loans out on that. Oh, okay. Yes, which is huge because, you know, say you have a bad year and they were mixing it into like retirement planning. Like, okay, well, say we have a bad year where we don't want to be pulling from our 401ks, IRAs. We could pull from our life insurance cash value. How about that? Yep. And it's essentially a loan. So it's not taxed, which is huge, you know, and it does have growth with it, which is nice. So it's another product like a bucket. (laughs) Okay, I laugh out loud because as you were sharing that regarding being able to uh, borrow against that permanent or whole life insurance, I instantly thought about the buckets because Sandy, your mom, we talked about that last week, you know, Mm -hmm. the red bucket, the yellow bucket, green bucket. Yeah. Yeah. That stoplight. (laughs) But, and it's huge though, because, you know, we can borrow from that. We don't have to pay it back. If we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. But it can, in needy times, when it's like, hey, we need this, let's just pull it, and it's like a checking account almost. Is it more expensive to get permanent or whole life insurance than it is to get term? Or like 
so many things. Does it just determine upon the individual? Absolutely. So uh, permanent life insurance, whole life insurance, however you want to call it, is more expensive than term. Okay. Because like we said, the statistics, insurance companies are guaranteed to pay out a whole life insurance policy Mm -hmm. because that's one guarantee we will have. We will all pass away. Right. You know, so that that's why it's huge and they know they're taking on the risk but the kicker with whole life insurance is the younger you are you lock your age in you will not get this you know 10 years 20 years down the road saying hey you owe more money mm-hmm. you know so that's the huge part about it and the cash value so it's just another tool and you know after i'm really really recommend uh people that are younger to get whole life insurance you know, but like, hey, we buy that house where we need $200,000, you know, for 20, 30 years. It's like I, that that makes sense to have a cheaper, you know, term policy. Mm-hmm. But then we got to think about, OK, so the debt's paid off. What about that loss of income from that spouse? What if they were the breadwinner? You know, what if they weren't? But it's still an amount. You know, what about the plans that the kids were going to go to college? These are all aspects we have to take in. And we do a capital needs analysis saying, what will it take? And typically about five years income. Okay. Where we could kind of rebound, you know, and figure stuff out. And it, maybe we can't, but still, it's going to help. Absolutely. Know? So it's the sad part is it's kind of a morbid business, you know, because you know you're talking about something and it's something that no one wants to talk about. It's inevitable. Uh, your friend, my friend Rob Mielek, was in the studio with me on Monday. As you know, he's on the air with us third Monday of every month. And mm-hmm. he always says that it is something no one wants to think about. But the one guarantee that we have, and yeah, it sounds morbid, is that we are all going to pass. Death and taxes. Death and taxes. So we do have to be prepared for those things. We do. And that's where, you know, I'm it, and I'm preaching to the choir. I have to, you know, update my life insurance also. Same. You know, because it's it's something I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, but I am going to be going on a trip, you know, in March. So it's like, hey, you know, I want to make sure that my kids are taken care of. And even kids, these juvenile policies. They are so much cheaper when they're younger. Mm-hmm. Let's take them and you can just transfer them to them, you know, once they get older. But it's huge. You're locking in their age and it just grows. So they have their emergency fund if they need so- something or at the same time, heaven forbid, there would be a death benefit, you know, to put the pieces together. It does mm-hmm. not help with the, you know, it helps with the financial grief, but it does not help obviously with the overall it's not easy anyway, but that's the last thing we would like a widowed spouse to be thinking about. Exactly. You don't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And we basically want to continue on your your plans. You know, if the kids were going to college, we want to make sure that's paid for or and whatnot. So if losing a spouse is obviously you're losing your best friend, it's terrible. But at the same time, life insurance is huge and we can't just talk about it. We have to get some numbers. We have to shop it also, mm-hmm. though. You know, there's tons and tons of life insurance companies and that's what i have with these old policies people bring in i am calling three different companies because they merged and they sold their block of business to this company (laughs) they still have life insurance though and one thing is if that happens continue to pay your premiums because if you lapse a life insurance policy guess what happens we have to health qualify again And that might not be easy considering what is going on at said time. And hearing you say that makes me think about what you had shared with, you know, that the term policy Mm -hmm. and when that term is over, 
someone can get hit with uh, a major increase. And so do they then, obviously, they have to make a decision, like, to continue with the, the existing term at a way higher rate or, and again, depending on the situation, is it easier just to say bye-bye and look for something else? Exactly. And that's why we have to evaluate it because 20 years ago when you took out that term policy, it was for X. You know, it was for a situation. We had debt, you know, but we maybe we don't have that debt. Maybe we don't have $200,000 in debt now. You know, maybe we only have $50,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's many different, we always have to, why are we taking it out? You know, what is the purpose? That's the main thing. You know, evaluating the policies we do have. We're not, I'm not saying, hey, just cancel all your policies, you know, we'll figure it out from there. No, no. <laughs> that is not at all what Matt Hire is saying. No. And that's where, you know, life comes to us very quickly and things like this happen and I know a lot of people just read the news, you know, and read the obituaries. And but it, it's it's you you know someone or have a family member that this situation happened to, and you just hope that that situation, you know, doesn't happen to you or your family. Mm-hmm. So m- being prepared is huge. And I know, oh, another insurance I have to pay for, another monthly bill. But it's you you do it for your home you do it for your car your family and those are minor mm-hmm. compared to a family member it's hard enough to lose a, a pet yeah you know so the emotional grief is awful we do not want the financial grief to be but I, they just changed my perspective of it almost to the agent saying if you don't mention this you know and that happens and they just had some real life stories they told us and i was like wow that is amazing you know and they just were teaching us how to do our job better mm-hmm. you know and it's it's sales at the end of the day you know obviously they they're motivated to have their agents do their best they can and stuff but hearing that you know like wow like that was that was really touching when they said that to you know hey if you get the note that's at least it's filed you you don't have to go over it again, you know, but at the same time, you did do your due diligence, you know, and the best for that. Making sure that you have the proper insurance. Of course, we want to talk to you. So hit us up on the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells Lucky Numbers Hotline, 885-4446. If you have a question, uh, that is why Matt is here, because they really are here to help at higher insurance. Your office is over at the Heritage Mall. Is Jill standing by today? Jill is indeed what standing number? by. What number? Uh, 920-887-0580. And for folks that are uh, just tuning in, um, you're sharing with us some of the things that you really took away from, uh, was it a big conference that you were at in Indianapolis or a seminar? Well, since I just contracted with this company, it was the Rookie Agent. Oh, okay. The Rookie Agents. I, I love it. So I was, it was pretty cool to how diverse it was. Like there was people, you know, career changers, mm-hmm. you know, where they were 50, 60. I, I shouldn't say their age. I don't know exactly. <laughs> Maybe 40s. I don't know. Um, but then, then you had kids fresh out of college, you know, so it's just, it's really cool. Like our industry, how it doesn't matter your age, your gender, you know, anything. It's, you know, how everyone's this is a business that tries to help people, mm-hmm. you know, and I know it's sales, and it, but it's not something where the sale ends tomorrow kind of deal. It's And it's really cool because, you know, I've done sales before, but I like this sales aspect more because 
my product is the same as the person's product across the street, you know? So it has nothing to do with that as long as we educate you on what it is and mm-hmm. as long as you do the d- due diligence of getting it life insurance, I'm happy. That's all that matters. But what it comes down to is who you wanna work with, you know, essentially. Who you trust. Yeah, trust, absolutely. And so that's why you can get overinsured with life insurance very quickly where it just doesn't make sense at all. You know, and that's where... How does that happen? Like with multiple policies? And and it just confuses people because a lot of times we have kids coming in. They're like, hey, mom and dad, you know, we're kind of just going over some of their mail. (laughs) And (laughs) we have... We found this. Yes. You know, or they always have like a, a safekeeping place, you know. So we have these statements and this statement and then this statement... And it's like, does your mom have seven different life insurance? You know, and a lot of them are just like a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, you know, and it just doesn't make sense, you know. But that's where back in the day, we did purchase a lot of stuff when people came to the door. You yeah. know, it was uh, it was a much more trusting demographic, obviously, mm-hmm. and there was obviously a lot less scams. Right. But it's what's the relevance of those policies now? You know, and then we have to check on them because people are like, it's paid up life insurance. I don't know. I don't even pay the premium anymore. And I'm like, do you notice that cash value keeps going down? You know, so that's eating from your policy. Mm -hmm. And that's when they can say, they'll give you a letter saying, hey, uh, you have to start paying premiums now because it ate your life insurance policy. Wow. Yes. So to see if it's healthy is a big deal, too. You know, and then we also do, do do the life insurance where just for the funeral trust because we don't have, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollars just to put away, you know, that makes sense too for that aspect. But these younger people, you know, your kids, grandkids, they should be getting life insurance. I know it's a lame gift, you know, if you get it <laughs> for Christmas or something. Just tell it how it is, man. It, it well, you know, if, I do. If yeah. I was eighteen, nineteen years old, my mom's like, I got you a life insurance policy. I'm like Thanks. You you think I'm dying? It's soon? the gift that keeps giving, Matthew. Yes, I guess. <laughs> I guess you could tell your kids that. They're gonna be like, I know. Thanks, yeah. mom. It's just like socks and underwear at Christmas time. Uh huh. Saint Nick was really good with that for me. Yeah, my husband talks about that too. Must have been a guy thing. I don't know. I don't know. I think my mom just ran out of ideas. So <gasps> whatever's easiest. What yep. do they need? I mean, Saint Nick ran out of ideas. Saint Nick. That's <laughs> right. Let's set the record straight. Matt yeah. Hire from Hire Insurance in the studio with us today for Senior Solutions here on your hometown station, 95.3 WBEV, powered by Daily Dodge. I'm Amy Hudson. This program is, uh, uh, and I have the wrong disclaimer, L.A. <laughs> Uh-oh. We, we got to memorize Wait, it. Now. Let's try, Matt, because we should have this memorized, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a paid program. Mm-hmm. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of higher insurance. Yes. And not, not WBEV or it, Good Karma Brands. That's absolutely right. All right. And I owe LA a huge apology. Oh, thank you. Um, oh, you look lovely today. I saw you in your big jacket. Thank you for bringing this over. Um, <laughs> Oh, my All goodness. Right. So I, I had an incident before we started the show today. Um, I went over to, the, first of all, hi, let, can we high five? We did yeah. a really good job with yeah. that. Well, you Just did, off the top of our head. Um, <laughs> no glasses. So <laughs> I went over to the um, on-air booth, the producer booth, where LA is, to get our copy of the disclaimer. 
It is a huge binder, a huge binder with all different kinds of live read copy. And what I needed was in the very uh, back part of the binder and um, all, all of the pages, including the the dividers and the binder came loose and then I snagged my sweater that I got in Dublin in whatever the year 2000 which is my favorite sweater it's all tore apart but the show must go on why do you <laughs> so uh thanks to Ellie because I think she just cleaned up my mess in the studio you're fabulous um yeah so that's a lot I just shared right there I know but that's it's Friday still. It is Friday still. And our phone line is open. The Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells Lucky Numbers Hotline, 885-4446. You know, we haven't really talked a lot up until today about life insurance. So I'm really happy that that's what we opened the show with. Absolutely. And that's why everyone, you know, we can narrow it down to like, oh, yeah, I have this much debt. You know, we, we recommend that. Absolutely. You know, at least your debt, you know, to... But it's that loss of income. Mm-hmm. You know, that's huge. Um, they also talked a lot about disability income. Okay, let's talk about that. Yes. You know, so a lot of like your employers will have some, you know, short term or long term disability mm-hmm. where you get up to, you know, 60% of your wages. But that that is taxed then. Oh. So that's not technically 60%. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So there is, you know, some of the people that are you know, like for breadwinners or higher income people, taking out your own disability, protecting income is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. You know, once again, if we're younger, it's a big deal uh, because that can fill in those gaps, you know, that other 40%. And when you're doing essentially a disability claim with your own disability insurance, they're using your premiums. Okay. So it's tax-free. Oh, that is something to be very happy about it is and there's i I just they're so innovative now you know because there is everyone's like nope disability saw it got my aflac and (laughs) they 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 didn't pay anything and it was took me forever yes there is so it's all about contracts these are contracts and there is contract language that you should be aware of you know the difference between and or or yeah, small words, big differences. Yes, that means you have to have two things wrong with you before this pays out or, you know, or you could have this or this. You know, that it you know, and just learning that kind of information was like, wow, that is huge. Mm-hmm. I never want a company that does that. <laughs> you know? It, it's it's serious. It's No, absolutely. But protecting income is another thing. Like just because we're talking about passing away, yes, you know, that's obviously terrible. But what about just being disabled? You know, what if what if like, you know, the main income person in your household is disabled mm-hmm. and they can't work? And all of a sudden it drops. We're going to have the same bills, we're going to have the same debt, you know, can't claim life yeah, insurance. Yeah, nothing else is changing. Right. So it's, you know, they started bringing that into play, but they said they basically taught us about the, the the verbiage. Okay. You know, and how you have to make sure that you build this contract according to what is necessary. You know, and it's huge because guess what? Disability insurance, you'll, you'll pay for it for years and years and years. Hopefully we never use it, mm-hmm. you, you know, but at the same time, what if we do? We want to make sure we're safe and we're protected because it could be drastic. It could be long-term disability. It could be permanent disability. And then what about, you know, you typically we want to make sure you get it the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. But 
don't you get raises throughout the year? Occasionally. What about, hopefully. What about the next 30 years? I can't look that far into the future, Matt. I don't know what's going to happen later today, let alone in 30 years. Well, what if you start out, you know, just say like a physician starts out at 80 grand. I have no idea. I'm sorry, physicians. Maybe it's double. <laughs> I have no idea. Are we playing the game of life here? Yeah. Okay. I always wanted the, you know, the 80,000 plus or whatever, but never, never happened. I end up with triplets. Right. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, okay, let's let's make sure you get 60% from you know your employer and we'll fill in that 40%. Mm-hmm. But we could we we could get bonuses, we could get raises, you know, inflation. Well, these are all things that need to be added into your policy to make sure, you know, your your income could double over the next mm-hmm. 20 years. What happens when that happens and then the existing policy isn't addressed. Is there going to be an issue with that if something does happen and someone needs to get you know, paid out or they need to use that insurance policy? That's when they call the agent. That's okay. when they call and talk to us. You're the fixer. Yep, well, and just we're making sure, you know, but we, our goal is to educate you on what your policy is, you know, because that's that's the main thing is we don't want them to, you know, try to pull a fast one on you. And that's what a lot of these fly-by-night, cheap, cheap plans, you know, if you're paying $11 a month for disability, obviously, we got to read that contract. <laughs> you know, we just got to make sure. That sounds too good to be true. Yes, because there is these certain, like, ancillary products where, like, if you lose an arm, you get $5,000. That's it. It's like, okay, well, we probably can't work the rest of our life, you know, or do what we did if I'm a surgeon. Right. You know, so... There's a lot of stuff that we have to make sure because, yes, you know, we pay for what we get in life, obviously. But our goal is to make sure that if that situation happened, heaven forbid, we want to make sure you're covered. And the number one thing that people are disabled for is cancer. Really? Yes. Um, That's surprising and then not surprising. Yep. One of the top reasons people are filing bankruptcy is permanent disability. Because uh, the high income earner, you know, can't do his job, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe they could do light work or something, but it's still not what they could do, you know, or you're a surgeon. Well, you could do primary care. That's what a disability product might say. Wow. You know, and it's that's scary. But that's why, you know, we don't want surprises. We want peace of mind. We want to make sure that you're covered. So, yes, it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. Not at all. You know, some people have you know, that disability insurance and they're retired. It's like, no, no, you don't, you don't, you don't need that anymore, you know, but they're <laughs> still paying it because that's what it was. It's just like habitual or habitual by nature. What happens if someone gets a diagnosis? Um, let's say they're diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. um, and they don't have disability insurance, but all of a sudden they're hit with this news. They know um, what the the road ahead is going to look like for them. Is it possible at that time, if they don't have disability insurance, to find a policy? Or are you just kind of how we talk, like, you can't get your car insurance after, you know, your car is all crashed up. Is it kind of the same scenario? That's absolutely the case. Okay. And there's policies that will cover for, you know, that instance or and or. Mm-hmm. So you made a claim and that's it. Or they have limits. Okay. What what would that entail? Uh, we'll only pay you your salary for two years. Okay. Well, what happens? So a lot of times with disability, 
from what I learned. <laughs> I love that you're paying attention. I would I would expect nothing nothing less from you, Matt. Oh well, you know it was it was actually great. You know the first couple of days, no kids, quiet hotel room, <laughs> and then after a while, it's like I'm living out of a hotel room. This is not that much fun. <laughs> and you know you're dreading the five and a half hour drive home. And Here's the continental breakfast again. Yep, yep. It was it was good, but you know and. So, yeah, you can't, you know, just order it and be like, hey, I've got to get disability now. But what happens a lot of times is, okay, cancer, right? So, yes, you know, you're getting your disability payment. You, the product you purchased is working, mm-hmm. and that's why we did it. But cancer, we're in remission, you know, which, you know, we're treating a lot of cancers, and it's great. But mental illness. Mm. There's things, lethargy, lethargy, they were saying, Okay. you know, where we can't concentrate, we're just not the same, we don't have the energy um, and mental illness. So we want to make sure that that policy will cover something beyond what we had, you know, because, okay. yes, the initial reason for the disability was this. But a lot of times to continue it on, we need another like diagnosis or something. And will they cover that? Hmm. Will they have a maximum on that? The contractual language is so huge, I just didn't realize it. And those people have to feel awful for whoever wrote those. I mean, it's just... Can you imagine? I could not believe it. They were just showing us examples, and I was like, that seriously? And (laughs) I I, I really... It just gets you upset, you know? You're like, wow. And it is a lot of these cheaper, cheaper ways, you know? It's almost like the term insurance, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're good for the rest of your life, you know, and they that's what they think until they get that letter saying it's tripled in price, you know. So knowing what you got, that's why reviewing it every year because things change. Just because we take out $500,000, you know, in life insurance doesn't mean we can't back it off, you know, once things change. Mm -hmm. So we should be reviewing this every year. And it's, once again, easy to say, but that's why you just give us a call. We'll look over it. And we go from there. But life insurance is so huge when these stories I heard. And so, yes, if I mention life insurance to you guys, just all I need to hear is no or I got it. We're good. And I can just rest easy. Well, just document it. And it's then I know, you know, if we do get some call, which we do get calls, you know, for cancellations of policies and stuff that, you know, I, I, I sleep at night because. It's important, you know, and you get to know every one of these people and the referrals and their friends. And and we live in a small community. It's this is Dodge County, obviously. So, yes, it's it's peace of mind for not just you, but for us also. So just hearing these stories that they were saying, I mean, these were years ago that that happened to these agents when they were younger and they still get emotional about it. Wow. Yeah. So. We are human. We all are, <laughs> but um, still not going with my suitcase to your front door. But yes, if you like to talk about it, even if you don't do anything, we talked about it, which is huge, and that's always step one. You know, we should <clears throat> definitely give us a call nine two zero eight eight seven zero five eight zero. Jill is standing by. She is. 
<laughs> and the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells Lucky Numbers hotline is 885-4446, 885-4446. If you have a question for Matt Hire from your higher insurance team, this is Senior Solutions here on your hometown station, 95.3 WBEV, powered by Daily Dodge. Also, of course, streaming live at DailyDodge.com. Yes. Well, since we're talking so morbid today, you know. Hey, now. <laughs> um, we're t- we can talk about, it, it got brought up actually this week, uh, spousal benefits of Social Security. Okay. This actually came up on the Melix show on Monday. Really? So um, if there's any, if I of course want to hear what you have to say. It's your show, Matt Hire, Matt Hire but um, uh, Rob Melick did share with our caller on Monday that that's really a, a question for, for the higher insurance team. It was regarding uh, having Social Security benefits uh, transferred to someone who is not a spouse, like spousal benefits. Hmm. Uh, did I stump you? Yeah. I mean, for a minor, <laughs> I could see that. But like, yes, if it's, you know, like if you're married, you know, the higher of the two social securities gets transferred to the surviving spouse, mm-hmm. you know, so that's everyone knows that I hope, you know, um, but like there's widowed spouses where they're eligible earlier, not 62. That's the earliest we can turn it on. But at 60, they could potentially start collecting their uh, passed away spouse. Okay. So, yes, that makes sense. But another thing that we have to remember is there's a rule that you could turn yours on instead, potentially, uh, or I'm sorry, backtrack. Okay. Um, basically, you can start collecting your uh, spouse's pension or Social Security, technically, and then you can have yours grow and potentially turn yours on at 70 if it's more advantageous to us. Oh, okay. That's a great option. Yes. So now what gets brought up and what people don't know about and the federal government's not going to... They're not going to tell people? They're not going to shout it out loud and proud? Probably not. Because it's a huge benefit? Or I'm just... Now I'm being really sarcastic. I know. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's that's good. That's that's how I feel about it sometimes. Um, You know, so we we have a lot of like, you know, stay-at-home moms or dads. Uh, We have people with family businesses where the income's kind of in one person's name rather than the other. Um, Farming families. So... Yes, one one Social Security is going to be much, much, much larger than the other ones. You know, so typically uh, the the younger spouse or the one that has the lower one, they'll turn theirs on right away because they're getting something. But the kicker is if their spouse turns on a, theirs and it's larger, more than double, that spouse can potentially pull off up to half of that other spouse's. So I know I just confused you. You can tell by the look on my yep, face. <laughs> yep. But okay. So for for example, so I, I was I feel like I missed something. So share again. Yep. So for example, say my wife just turned hers on and it was a thousand bucks. Okay. Right. And then all of a sudden I decided to come on and turn mine on later, and mine was three thousand. Mm-hmm. She has the chance to potentially pull up to half of mine. So her her actual social security would go from a thousand to fifteen hundred. And mine would still be three thousand. Mm-hmm. So that is money that we didn't think we would have had mm-hmm. because we just thought we would have twenty five hundred or thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, thir- no, three thousand dollars with hers and mine combined when we're doing our retirement planning. But no, actually, we're going to have another five hundred dollars because she can pull off of mine. They don't. They don't tell you. It just kind of happens sometimes. But that could be a big change on 
hey, when should this person turn theirs on? Absolutely. You know, because that could be even more advantageous to us. Yes, we do social security maximization charts, but guess what? That's just on paper. Huh. And it's just based on life expectancy tables. So yes, statistically, the 100%, you know, your full retirement age, that's where you're gonna get the most money. But these numbers are very, very similar when it comes from 62 to 70 to full retirement age. It's based on life expectancy tables. So yes, you can max out your social security at 70 years old. That's great, excellent. But what about that person that was 62? They're not gonna get as much, mm -hmm. but they've pulled for eight years. You know, so that's a, that's a long time. It is. You know, for that person that was 70 to make it up. So that's why I wish it was like, yes, everyone should do this, you know, cause social security makes sense when it makes sense. <laughs> Make sense of that. What does that mean? It's like Just you, like it's for like you don't know what situations? you don't know. Okay. Well, because like, okay, you know, I want to turn mine on. I'm 62. Mm -hmm. You know, my my family passed away early. You know, and my dad always said, turn it on as soon as I get it. Okay, absolutely, we can turn it on, and then we start talking, and it's like, what do you do? And oh, I'm I'm working still, but I just want that extra money. I'll put an account aside. Well, how much do you make if you don't mind me asking? And they're like. Oh, I make 75000 It's like, oh, well, you know, prior to your full retirement age, every $2, you're over $21,000 currently for 23. They're going to take a dollar back of Social Security. That's not, and they're like, no, no, I'm just going to get taxed. It's like, no, no. <laughs> they take the full dollar. They will take it back. It, it, this isn't a tax. This is they take it back, supposedly put it in your account, but you'll never get that money back supposedly well they put it in the general fund they say <laughs> they put it back in your fund but <clears throat> you'll never get that back you know that money they that social security that just they took back that, that will never be received you know again not unless for some reason you can live longer than what they expect you to uh-huh so that's why yes when we work and we collect social security as long as we stay within the income limits they can tax it more but you'll still have some social security left but if you make double of what, so like say you, the max you can make is 21,000, but say you made 31,000. At tax time comes around, they're like, well, you're $10,000 over the income limit. You owe us $5,000. Wow. Yes. That's not a good call to have. No, it's not. So that's why I am not trying to say, ah, oh, I don't want to sign you up. It's, I don't want that call, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a big deal. Now, what people don't realize is, in the year of our full retirement age. So basically, if you're born after 1960, it's 67 years old. So say you turn 67 in November. Well, you could technically turn on your social security at during that year, like January, and basically make up to $53,000. Wow. Yes, so a lot of people don't know that. They're just like, yep, can't make over 20 grand. You know, it's like, no, the year of our full retirement, we can make more not it's still limited though and then they change that rule to every three dollars you're over they take a dollar back okay once we hit that full retirement age that magical beautiful age yes, I, uh, hopefully we're not working still you know at 67 but if we are it doesn't matter there's no income restrictions that's where we'll just get taxed hmm. you know so that's why social security yes it makes sense um but it's just not like cookie cutter, you should do this, you should do this. And that's why you have to kind of bring it into a financial plan. And 
the the maximization sheets they're great they're just going to show you hey you used to your household would statistically make this much you know if this pans out mm-hmm. that's great but they don't take into some of those you know algorithms of like hey well theirs is double theirs you know so we could turn this on and you know it would actually be more household income you know so there is a lot to think about so that's why when we do turn on social security and we're asking you know your social security amounts and all that stuff and your income and where you're working it's not prying into your life it's just us making the best educated decision for you so we don't get that call that's right and that's Mm -hmm. where it all starts that educational process sitting down for that initial conversation and just sharing everything getting it all out in the open so you can put the best possible plan together you have to be transparent yep transparency is huge uh because yeah it's like i just want a life insurance why are you asking like you know how much i make and stuff well i mean that's how much we need to know that you know if your wife is widowed what is she gonna lose you know it's a big deal so people don't think about it it's just it's so hard when we're younger because we're both working and it's a lot, you know, kids are still doing stuff. Bills are still coming in. And they never stop. Yes. And if <laughs> when we, you have kids. But we, if we can somehow get this life insurance at a younger age, it's better. You know, it, it's, it's cheaper. Um, we're healthier. And it's because these are actuaries. These, you know, insurance companies, if they're going to take on risk, insurance companies don't build small buildings. No. You know, so we want to make sure that. We're, we're setting ourselves up for the best for the future of our family and, you know, for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't believe how fast the show goes. Oh, wow. Uh, Ellie, are we coming up on the two-minute mark soon? So-so? Okay. okay. We're doing really good uh, today, kind of flying without a net. Yeah. Yeah. We don't usually do that very often. You don't usually <laughs> You, I don't. You're structured. You called me out, Matt Hire. What is happening with your weekend? What's going on with you and the fam? Um, actually, it's going to be a great weekend of nothing. Oh, yay! Yes. I used to uh, get kind of down in my single days if it didn't have any plans. I love those weekends where there's nothing to do because they're very rare. This will be my first free weekend since since the holiday madness started. You know, back in November. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, she gave us a piece. Oh, now. now we have the official two minute marker. It's because you said something. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's just uh, things are starting up like <clears throat> my son started up basketball already. And then he is having baseball practice like next week. What? Yes. I mean, obviously indoors, but it's like, what? It, baseball? I, I like that, though, because that that makes me already get a little bit excited for spring, you know, when we were talking about our friend Rob Mielek earlier, he's a huge Brewers fan. Oh, and my goodness. He's got it all planned out, like, you know, what the, the season is going to look like for him as far as what games he's going to be able to go to. And I do get excited about things like that. Oh, yeah. I watch I watch Brewer games, you know, and I, you know, I keep up to date with them, but I will talk to him about that. And, I mean, he's like him and his friends. He goes to, like, Pennsylvania for a fantasy baseball mm-hmm. draft. It's pretty fun. And he knows all the minor league players. And wow. So you do have a few things going on this weekend. Uh, when you talk about a weekend with nothing to do, even though, like, there's practices and things going on with the kids, um, do you binge watch stuff? Like, does doing nothing at, at your house, Matt Hire, mean just like you get to be a couch potato? Or what does that mean? 
Uh, no, it's whatever. My wife starts going froggy <laughs> and she's like, well, we should do this or we should clean this out. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, let's, that's what I was thinking too. You know? Oh, um, share the number at the higher insurance, insurance office so folks can reach out and schedule those appointments to start the conversation or to check in on what they currently have. Yeah, absolutely. If you just want to talk about Medicare, health insurance, life insurance, retirement, just give us a call. Our number is 920-887-0580. Thanks so much, Matt Hire. You have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. This has been a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of higher insurance, not WBEV or Good Karma Brands.